God is good. <laughs> uh, everyone say a special silent prayer. <sighs> Hallelujah. The aging punks are back. Yes, we are. Hail Satan. Hail I'm me. Raymond Strife. Hey, let me fucking introduce the show. Every time. Oh, we're blowing it. All right. I'm Raymond <laughs> Strife, your host with me. Our co-hosts, they're usually here. Bella and Nicole. Yep. What's up, guys? What's hey. up? What's up? How's your fucking day going? Seems great. I had great. a terrible day and then I took a nap and now I don't know what's going on. Nice. Yeah. How about you? You made stew. I'm having a day. I made, I made kimchi stew. It looked great. That's it's, pretty cool. It's, it's really good. It's nice good. of you to share it too. It tasted good. There wasn't a lot. Whatever. <laughs> I'll I like, make more. <laughs> when, I, when I asked you how you were, you shrugged. I was like, oh, this, this is how the podcast is going to be. <laughs> I'm going to try not to project onto anyone. No, that's what we're here for. <laughs> I think we're all going to try to, like, not scream over each other. I want to. Okay. Hey, uh, what's up, everyone? Hey, Eric. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Eric. Forgot you were there, bud. We got Eric in the booth. What's up, man? What's going on? How are you? Are you tired? Oh, I'm exhausted. Yeah, do you work all day? Some of the day. Did you work hard? I got some new phone calls you should hear. They're pretty funny. Nice. Oh, sweet. Can't wait. A couple, couple funny ones. Nice. Nice, nice. That's right. How was your day? Oh man, I Great. watched uh thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Rocky, so I'm still a little emotional. The first one. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a little I'm a little teary eyed. I have allergies. So and, get and ready. diverticulitis. And I have diverticulitis. Carpal tunnel. And I'm getting carpal tunnel. <laughs> hemorrhoids from driving. I do not have hemorrhoids. Recovered I had one hernia. once. Yeah, I have okay. I'm just listening. Thanks. Thanks. I'm glad Blisters that you guys are listening on to your me. Feet. We are listening every week. Every day. Right. We don't have another choice. This sounds, this is making me insecure about <sighs> how much I complain. This, this is, is the point of the show. We, the point of the show. We're here for you. That's what friends do. All Listen right. each other's nonsense bullshit. Let's get it. Let's get it on. Let's get going. Do we have a guest this week? We have a guest. Do we you, have a guest. You, why are you, who's handling this? I'm handling it. Who's bringing him in the ring? Um, so we have a guest <laughs> this week. Uh, you know, local legend, veteran, everything. He has He's giving me a dirty look because I'm not prepared and I don't know what I'm saying. Um, we have fucking Joe Polito here and he can probably, you know, you know Joe Polito. He doesn't need an introduction. That's Everybody hot. knows Joe Polito. Good crowd. Hey, Good Joe. Crowd. Hey, everybody. What's hey. going on? Nothing. Lo- lovely intro. Uh, so yeah. Joe is, uh, I got nervous. Joe is remote tonight. We're our first Zoom of the season. Yep. Where where are you at, Joe? Zoom 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 zoom. I'm da- I'm down the shore. I'm in Bradley Beach these days. Nice. Wow. He's got a whole bunch of old flyers. I see. Behind I see him. Breakaways I see last breakaway. show. Was that yeah, the last this is w- when when concerts were a thing. This this is <laughs> things I used to do. So, yeah, yeah. Breakaway is still my favorite band ever. That that is weird. And no one's ever said that. <laughs> I think I've told you it a few times. But every thank time you. I've seen you. That's very nice of you. Thank yeah, you very much. Somebody's got to like shit. When you guys did yeah, the intro, fair. you forgot that he's Lawrence High School alumni. I was going to say that. That's what's up. We went to high school me and, together. Me and Ray doing the Cardinal Rumble. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I would have no idea how to do that. I have no fucking idea. You know, it's funny, dude. I don't... I mean, I think you... Were you... You were technically a grade below me, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, one or two. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, honestly, man, I don't... Lawrence High was a weird place, dude. Yeah. And was, you, pro- you probably know better than I. It was fucked like, up. Yeah, because you're born and raised in Lawrence, right? Yeah, 
I mean, well, I was yeah, born in I, Trenton, but there's no hospital right. in Lawrence. But. <laughs> that, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was born on the mean streets of Trenton. And I just walked out of my mom being a yeah, tough man. guy. I, yeah, I you know I showed up to Lawrence right before I started high school. So. Oh, okay. Where'd you live before? So I didn't. I grew up in Queens. Oh wow! Nice. So damn, I'm learning yeah, a lot so, today. I yeah, didn't know so that I didn't. Yeah, so Lawrence is fucking like culture shock for me when I got there. So yeah. um, imagine but, that. It was yeah, crazy. First, yeah, but yeah, the nineties so. were were awful. Nineties going to high school in the nineties was fucking chaos. It was but, crazy. You know, in a good way. That dude, Lawrence High was so fucking weird to me. They let seniors leave the campus of the school for like for lunch. Right. And then <laughs> and expect them to come back. Oh, like, they, like they do in movies. Okay, enough of that. Um <laughs> What are you Crazy. complaining about today? Me complaining? Is I I didn't know I was supposed to prepare something to complain about. Really? No. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Please tell me you're kidding. No, I, I got I got nothing to complain about, man. Life's pretty good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Shortest episode ever. <laughs> All right, see you guys later. <laughs> okay. Are you? Serious? No, I mean, there's tons of shit to complain about, dude. It's just where do you want to start? I mean, <laughs> usually we leave that to the guests, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, we, we can complain about how we forgot to tell you. No. Yeah. I assumed Nicole was taking care of it. <laughs> you asked Joe to be on the show. Yes, so I and I can great. show you the message. We yeah, think, it's okay. We just hey, think we're so famous. Listen, that when I was knows. a guest on my first episode, nobody told me what I was supposed to do. Yeah, really? Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't really know what was going on, but that's all right. I think we just <laughs> no, 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 no. I just thought no. this was for our personal records. This is the best <laughs> way this could have worked oh, out. Oh my goodness! Um, you picked the wrong guy. You picked the wrong guy to, to bring on a complaining show. I'm oh pretty, man, pretty yeah, low Joe's, key. A ha- Joe's a happy guy. You talk about things. You I try like to right be. Now. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of shit to not be happy about. But what are you not? happy about right now i mean dude i mean you know the last year of my life has been just fucking just horrible man (laughs) it's been fucking terrible it's top three worst moments what were they (laughs) i'm just kidding no no this is good let's branch (laughs) on this the last year that's the top thing about 2020 i mean dude like let's let's roll it all the way back i mean all right so basically i you know i technically work in the live music business yeah yeah so that that came to a fucking screeching halt it was like, like almost a year ago today what do you, where do day. you work what's that where do you work tell us where you work so i'm i'm at the count basie center for the arts in red bank mm-hmm. so so literally a year ago today we had fucking tony bennett there oh, oh shit cool. and, fucking love tony and that bennett. was that was the last like 100 full capacity show we had and this is when like it was like march 11th so like covid was like becoming a fucking reality at this point right. like things were starting to shut down yeah. but not not yet so but everyone was fucking on edge and we we're like all right is tony like tony's fucking like he's 90 fucking three <laughs> years old like it's like the first guy who's gonna be like hey i don't want to fucking do this he'd probably be fucking tony bennett but he's like nah just yo if you could put some like fucking hand sanitizer around i'll fucking do the show <laughs> like all right, so fucking got you some hand sanity, no worries, but and so his daughter opens the show for him, and it's kind of like really mellow and shit. And then it's like again, everyone's on fucking edge because of COVID in general, right? And they inch like, and now Tony Bennett, and he starts walking out, 
and he fucking just drops, dude. Like, just Holy fucking on shit. stage in front of 1,600 people, just fucking takes a fucking header and goes down. And I'm sitting there in the back of the fucking room like, oh, fuck, Coney Bennett just fucking died of COVID on this fucking stage. Like, I think I heard like, about that. Oh are you God. F- it was fucking the scariest fucking thing I've ever been a part of. Oh, my God. So apparently, luckily, luckily... He fucking, you know, he rolled over, you know, oh my poor God. fucking old Tony gets up and just starts, just rips the fucking set. But apparently, like, you know, because we have, like, these fucking spotlights shining. Yeah. So he kind of walked out, and I guess the light fucking hit his eyes, and he just kind of, like, fucking lost it for a second and Jesus just went Christ. down. Oh, my God. But, gosh. again, like, everyone, like, we're sitting there with, like, 1,600 people packed in this fucking room. There's this pandemic on the fucking edge of, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this fucking 93 year old dude, famous fucking singer, just fucking <laughs> eats it, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. That so that's a curse. So that's, there. yeah, that sucked. Um, <laughs> that's, that, you know, wow. And that, and that kind of set the tone for the rest of the fucking year. Right. Uh, essentially. And then, so that wasn't even the, like, so then the next day we technically had a show and it was this comedian, uh, Nate Bergazzi. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him at all. No. He's like, he's a Southern guy. He's pretty cool. He's relatively funny. But anyway, so this <laughs> is when, again, shit is like really ramping up. And we're like sitting there during the, during the day, like loading in and getting ready. And we're like, I don't know if this fucking show is going to happen, man. Like this is fucking, this is looking bad. And then the doors are at six, five o'clock. He just rolls into the room and goes, dude, I'm not fucking doing the show. Yeah. Like, we're just, I'm not doing it. And it was like, he's like, dude, and this is when Murphy just said, like, nothing under 500, nothing over 500, you know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. in the room. So it was like, all right, so it just, shit just hit the fan. And we had to, like, you know, five alarm fire, like, tell everyone there's no fucking show. That's crazy. Cancel the crew. Like, it was just fucking, it was madness. And then it was just done, dude. Yeah. And, like, you know, I've been doing this in some, you know, some variety for, like, almost 30 years now. Yeah. And then for, like, you know, doing shows for, like, 200-plus days a year, nights a year, that's just what all I fucking know. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So wow. then when it just fucking just stopped, and I was, like, home at night now, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck am I going to do? Yeah. Like, it was crazy. It was fucking, like, I got to find a hobby or some shit? Like, it was fucked up, dude. So what hobbies did you find during the pandemic? So I ended up fucking actually getting back into video games again for the first time in like Call of Duty Warzone. What are you playing? I so actually started fucking like streaming. Like this is a thing I discovered over the past year, like on Twitch. Uh huh. And I'm like, I started like speed running fucking Nintendo games like a fucking. (laughs) Are you making money? Doing I it? actually got I got my first fucking deposit like, <laughs> like last week. It's fucking weird, dude. It's fucking weird. Like someone wants to watch me play like Super Mario's three. It's like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you, really, <laughs> you really made the jump from like you know guy who did live music shit to guy who does internet shit. You yeah. did. It. I guess so. You well, made the lemons. What's your best time? It's not a lot of fucking people. It's not like yeah. you know anyone. What you it, know, it's, I get it. What is your best time? On Super uh, Mario Three, Super Mario Three is like fifteen minutes. It's not very. I'm not very good, guys. Ah, that's like, pretty I'm not, good. You know, fifteen minutes on Super Mario Three. So, yeah, and I've been, pl- What's I've your been Twitch playing like channel 
name? It's just Joe, Joe Polito. <laughs> Everything's yeah. fucking Joe Polito. Yeah, uh, before we started, Eric was like, what's Joe's a- uh, email? And I just guessed that I was right. <laughs> yeah, I, guys, I'm not, I'm not very creative. I, I don't... It, for me to come up with like a nickname, that shit's just not how I operate. You have a it's great just, name. It's fine. Yeah, your Four name syllables embodies great. who you are. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Email. Yeah, whatever. It's fucking Italian. It rhymes sort of. <laughs> just you know, just like fucking yeah. like, just roll with it. You know, fuck yeah. It. Italians, man, <laughs> fucking terrible people. Um, Dude, yeah. Italians are the worst. I'll fucking complain about Italians. <laughs> oh, we could do that. Sick. Fuck! They are the <laughs> fucking awful. worst, dude. Italian Americans, what the fuck is? They wrong don't with even. Them? They're not. They're like their own embellishment of what a person should be. Embellishment like, is a great word for that. I just yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. They have such a high fucking opinion of themselves. It's like yeah. you're just fuck. You're just straight garbage, dude. Yeah. What is wrong with you? They think they have like great taste, but it's really just the most tasteless shit I've ever seen. No, there no, goes our crowd. Uh, they unironically wear tracksuits. Yeah, no, it, it's fucked up. They're they're the fucking worst, dude. We've been dealing with a lot of so we've been doing indoor shows sort of yeah. again. At the at what's the venue called? So we have a new room attached to the base now called the Vogel. Mm-hmm. And in normal times, it was set to open June of last year, but obviously COVID had different fucking plans. So <laughs> right. um it's you know, in normal times it can hold up to eight hundred standing room. But wow. now we can only do like hundred fifty seated. So, you know, you get some weird fucking people who, you know, honestly, man, like people that want to go into a room with a crowd of people at this stage of the pandemic and everything, like there's something fucking wrong with you. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's so already like, a chip there. They're already proving yeah, something. To you're themselves. like, you're like, they're totally, they don't give a fuck about anything kind of. So like you're dealing with a, a, you know, and, and sadly a lot of them are fucking Italian fucking <laughs> Americans, man. Yeah, especially in Red Bank. Yeah, and it's like, oh, what do you mean I gotta wear a mask? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? This is like, the first I heard. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no one told me. I'm like, I sent you a fucking email when you bought the fucking ticket. There's a, the, the fucking house manager gave you a fucking speech before you walk into the door. The fucking usher that walked into your fucking table told you the same fucking thing. There is eight fucking signs around your body right now that tells you the fucking oh rules. And you gotta come to tell me, like, well, I didn't know I didn't wear a fucking mask. So, I'm wait, like, so what kind you. of shows are, are going on there right now? Uh, local-ish bands, a lot of comedians, you know, stuff like that. So it's nothing it's, good. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it, uh, it 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 ain't top tier. I'll tell you that much. So that's my but, that's my type of shit. But Bad. we're making we're making it we're making it work. You know, it's 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 fucking weird times. But I don't know. There might be some light at the end of the tunnel. I don't fucking know. Who knows? Yeah. Who fucking can't knows? call it now. Yeah. yeah. No one fucking knows, man. It's yeah. fucking it's fucked up out there. So. You you booked the first shit punk show I ever went to. Actually, fuck you, fuck yeah. you, really? Yeah, actually, it's kind of changed the course of my whole life, which, dude, is not really. Fucking... <laughs> no, f- I want no, fuck it, dude, because like, I, literally, I have the same fucking story about these two random girls that booked the show, and they have no, probably no fucking idea who I am. But the only like everything fucking changed that night for my life, like literally everything. Yeah, and these two girls have no fucking idea the effect that fucking show had on my life. That's who, are, who, are the, who are these girls? Uh, they were Leah and Rochelle. And, and where was this? Fr- so this was, so it was technically in Hamilton, but it was the Trenton American Legion. Right. Mm. It was, yeah. It yeah. doesn't, like the the building doesn't even fucking exist anymore. Right. It's where, it's on Clockner and 33, no, Clockner 130. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the corner, there's like a fucking Outback Steakhouse there now. Like <laughs> fucking weird as shit. Yeah. Um, but that was the first fucking show I went to. It was like 97 and Whoa. literally changed fucking everything, Ray. So, like, 
what dude what show was it like i'm fucking curious now. i can't like, even remember dude you that's I, crazy that i booked it yeah you were there and i just kind of knew you from high school and yeah, I, yeah. I, I went with my girlfriend and i like listened to like green day and offspring but i wasn't like into punk i was into like rap and new metal yeah, yeah and yeah. i just like got the balls up to like dance super hard and i probably embarrassed myself and <laughs> that, but that, that's what Something's it's all about dude. i mean literally i mean dude i showed up to that fucking show and again i came from not lawrence so like I was in high school and my plan was just to fucking be a ghost. Right. Like, I just right, wanted right. To, I just wanted to fucking mingle between the tribes and just fucking make zero impression wah, on anybody wah, wah. <laughs> and just get and just get the fuck out of there, you know? So when I started going to punk shows, everything fucking changed and I actually started being surrounded by people that were like like-minded yeah. and right. you know, shared common interests and what it was a good fucking feeling. It, it was a fucking game changer. Yeah, and, I always say, know. like, I never felt like I belonged anywhere until I started going to punk shows. Yeah. And then, Dude, yeah, 100 fucking true. percent. 100 fucking percent. That's and that is exactly true. my feelings as well. And to, and to think it was in fucking Hamilton, of all places. That's where yeah. it, <laughs> right. my, my life Surrounded changed in Hamilton, fucking New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, so. Fucking yeah. craziness. Crazy. Man. Trip down memory lane. I mean, there yeah. were a lot of local shows at the yeah. uh, the VFW. Um, there was the Enterprise Firehouse. Enterprise mm-hmm. Firehouse was sick. Yep. I saw Bigwig there. Shit was fucking yep. crazy. Um, but like the, the Derby Firehouse was the place I went to basically the majority of the shows over in Bordentown. Yep, yeah. same. That um, place was nuts. Uh, the Youth Ahead. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Dude, I fucked... So many. Dude, the fucking, the fucking get up kids played yeah. in Bordentown. Well, I hung <laughs> out with the get up kids because I used to hang out with Mormons. Um, <laughs> no, I'm That'll not lying. I'm not lying yeah. at all. I would never think you would lie. Mormons, <laughs> Mormons knocked on my door one day <laughs> and I was like, okay, challenge accepted. Boom. Um, so they, we ended up hanging out all the time. We used to hang out on Sundays. We ended up going to Mormon church one day and they took us to go see the get up kids. Um, and it turns out that the get up kids and the Mormons are actually friends because they were on like of mission- Kansas, Utah. They were on missionary. They were missionaries. Yep. They did uh, missionary. They were missionaries. <laughs> <Solid>. <laughs> uh, you know, just to fucking get through it. They weren't really buying it. They just did it because yeah. that's the way. Right. That yeah, was like a whole thing. Do. Like uh, there was a Mormon girl in Lawrence High who booked shows, and then she booked stuff at TCNJ after. I think no she shit, was a really? Mormon. I don't want to say her name now because I feel like I'll, that'll blow her up. <laughs> it's but okay. It was like she like booked a dude from Everclear at TCNJ, and I got to play the Morocco on stage I with him. Hate dude, that band yes. so much. I fucking love Everclear, I bro. Fucking hate that We're not band here to complain so about Everclear. I mean, we, we I kind of want to hear Nicole complain about Everclear. <laughs> I, I feel like that could like that could get real. The only good song that Everclear. Clear has is on the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. You're crazy. Nope, I nope, even nope, like the fucking nope. super pop shit that came later. I like that stuff too. No, nope. so I much for the father of mine. Yeah, you, oh, when no, you no, sing no, it, it sucks. Absolutely, absolutely yeah. It's a fucking dude. terrible song. Oh, so terrible. much for the afterglow is full of fucking uh, rippers. That I'm fucking just gonna album fucking put it out there. It's a perfect so fucking good. album, dude. It's so fucking good, dude. It's so fucking good. All right, I'll listen to it on my way home. Yeah, and you'll and you'll apologize. Sure. It's fucking full of rippers, dude. It's I'll great lyrics. Next week. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Or Alex yeah. He was so he drunk. Was, 
he was old as shit when that band hit yeah. too. So he's like he's like one foot in the grave right now, dude. He was like at gr- <laughs> at ground round getting drunk in Ewing, <laughs> and they delayed the show like two hours. And when he got there, he was all lit up, and he just invited me on stage, and I played the maracas with him. Is, that is there mu- that yeah, happened? that absolutely happened. And, <laughs> it was and, a night Ray didn't get beat up. <laughs> yeah, and they played when and the actual full band played at the fucking uh, our arena, whatever it was called then. Sun Center, and they yeah, they brought yeah, yeah. me up on stage that night too. I don't know them at all. They just picked me out of the crowd twice. That's crazy. Sick. That is fucking badass. Dude. <laughs> it was fucking, pretty cool. That's some real shit. That's some real that shit, cool. dude. I danced around like Love an it. idiot, just like at my first punk show. <laughs> I'm always dancing like a fool, like an old timey dancing fool. You, you dance. <laughs> so, what's your biggest pet peeve uh, working at these venues? I I mean it's it's you know kind of like I said already the fucking you know the customers always write bullshit. Yeah, they're not. That, that, they're not fucking. Things. They're never fucking. Change right, that. Man. And <laughs> and you deal you deal with a lot of that shit over there. Um, you know a lot of uppity fucking people. A lot of fucking you know people that this is their one night out of year, so they think they need to be fucking treated. Yeah, like but no, royalty. I mean, how about as far as bands go? Do you interact oh. with the bands and the performers much? Yeah, I mean, over there's. I got some fucked up stories. You want to hear some? Of those? <laughs> yeah, I can, throw them at us. I, all right. I mean, <laughs> they're never gonna listen. Yeah, I'm not gonna complain about. Well, I mean, I met. I fucking met Ringo Starr once. That was pretty fucking cool. That is cool. Um, I like Ringo Starr. I, lit- I literally walked into him. It was really fucking weird. <laughs> That's romantic. Yeah, That's like I turn, <laughs> like I turn the fucking corner and I just fucking like stop. And he looks at me, he's like, and who are you? Like, um, <laughs> oh my god. My impression's real bad, so no, I apologize. But, that's but honestly, perfect. Great. But Eddie, I go, I'm, I'm Joe, I work here at the venue. He's like, oh, you work here? Cool. He's like, Let Joe, please don't walk into me again. No. <laughs> I'm going to stop the accent now. He's like, come into the fucking dressing room real quick. And I'm like, okay, Ringo, sure. And I fucking, I'm standing in this fucking like three by three room with Ringo Starr. And he holds up two fucking like blousy ass shirts, and he goes, "Which one should I wear?" Oh my I'm like, God. "I don't know, man." Like he's like, "Is how hot does it get on stage?" Because if it gets really hot, I'm gonna wear this one. But if it doesn't, <laughs> I'm gonna wear this one. I'm like, "Are you fucking with me right now, Ringo Starr?" And I'm like, it, "I'm like, it, I'm like, it gets pretty hot, so wear that one, dog." And he's like, "All right, thanks, man." I'm like, "Cool, later, Ringo Starr." Like, it was fucking just, it was fucking surreal and weird as shit. But that's crazy. Um, oh, you know, I got a fucked up Danzig story. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, tell us oh, yeah. that. This one. is why we're here. This is going in the bi- the, the description of the episode. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been thinking about that this whole time. <laughs> Dan- Danzig was in my fucking shitty ass Hyundai Elantra once. Oh my God. So, that's yeah, I, yeah. So he fucking all right. So on purpose. Damn. This story, yeah, he's a he's he's not a good person, really. Um, yeah, that's what I hear. So uh, I was at I used to work at the truck in Philly, and I had to. He was throwing a fucking hissy fit. Um, some some shit hit the fan. Like he had to do some fucking in store like signing or something before the show, out in like East Brunswick or I think at Vintage Vinyl to be exact. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. right. So something happened. His manager didn't fucking time something, and like the driver picked him up and didn't know where he was going. So he was in this fucking mood, man. And he rolls, he goes back to his hotel, I guess, in Philly, and they're like, dude, you gotta go fucking get him. I'm like, 
me? Like, I need to go fucking <laughs> dancing right now? Oh my god, it's like, I'm like have you Greek. Like, have you seen my fucking car? Like, dude, like, he's gonna lose his fucking mind. He's like, like, I'm like, alright, I'll go fucking pick up dancing. So, like, <laughs> I pull up to the hotel, and he, it's like, it's like 110 degrees outside. It's like June. It's hot as shit. And he rolls out of the fucking hotel <laughs> oh, with this man. fucking leather jacket on and just like, you know, like all fucking <laughs> tough guy shit. Gets in the back of my fucking Hyundai. Oh, and no. I have... I have never been more scared driving a vehicle in my life. I thought this fuck, like if I make the wrong fucking turn or I stop too soon at a fucking stop sign, he's just going to fucking tear my head off from the back seat. So we finally get him. So I get him to, I I didn't even have to take him to the venue. I had to take him from his fucking hotel to his fucking bus that's parked (laughs) around the corner from the hotel. Oh my God. So I take him to his fucking bus. And it's like 9.45. He's supposed to be on stage at 10 o'clock. And he's like, just wait here for me. I'm like, okay, Danzig. <laughs> and, and I'm sitting there, and 9.45 becomes 9.50, 10 o'clock, 10.10. 10. Now everyone at the fucking venue, you know, like the production manager, I'm like, dude, where the fuck is Danzig? Like, and, and Philly's fucking weird because we have, uh, well, Philly has like hard curfews Mm. because of the fucking old ass liquor laws and shit like that so they're like dude this show needs to be done by like 11 15 like you can't go like where the fuck is he i'm like i don't know man he's in his fucking bus like i'm not gonna go fucking knock on the door and be like oh mr danzig like you know he really needs you to get on stage right now like no dude like i'm waiting for when he's fucking ready i'll fucking take him you know so he comes out finally maybe like 10 30 ish oh no and he is just jacked out in makeup like just like he is just has so much concealer on his face and shit and he and he finally gets in the car he's like let's fucking go i'm like holy shit and i get him to the fucking venue he spends the entire set basically just fucking with the monitor guy and basically taking his microphone and you know basically pretending to drop it by his side but just just basically just fucking stabbing the monitors with the fucking with the fucking mic, so it's just all fucking feedback. It's just, it's just like, and he, then he looks at the monitor guy, like, what the fuck, man? And the monitor guy's like, fuck you! Like, don't fucking oh put God. your microphone! Stand up like, guy. It, it was fucking, just, dude, it was fucked up. Um, yeah, so that's the Danzig story. He's not great. Um, <laughs> the people at home are gonna miss out on your tough guy walk that you did. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, it's pretty, they're you not. can fucking screenshot that, you know. <laughs> um, I got a fucked up Pauly Shore story. Oh man, oh, the weasel! No. Tell me that because I was in love with Pauly Shore as a child. Well, this is going to change everything. Um, <laughs> honestly, you might respect it more after this. I kind of respected it more after this. So he, so he does comedy. Like I did not know that. I this was at the truck as well, and we booked him. And I'm like, what the fuck is Paulie Shore even going to do on stage? Like, I, I just know him from fucking jury duty Son and fucking, law. you know. And yeah, like, I just like, man. Yeah, exactly. And Biodome and shit. Like, he's just, a, I thought he was just a comedic actor. Like, I didn't know he had, like, a stand-up career. And apparently he did. Apparently his mom owned, like, Yeah, it's a big part f- of comedy history. I don't know shit about it. i never seen him do it. But Yeah, it, like yeah. A, f- a famous comedy club out outside of L.A. or in L.A. Like, you know, so he has a history of, like stand-up comedy roots no fucking idea i know him as the 90s actor you know 
So he rolls in there, does his fucking show. You know, it wasn't well attended. Um, but then afterwards, I'm like walking him to his cab, and he's like, "So what are we doing tonight, bro?" I'm like, "I don't know, Paulie Shore. I'm going home. Like you, you do your thing, man. Like I don't, you know." He's like, "No, no, let's go do something." I'm like, "I'm, I'm good, man. Like I got a early morning. Like it's nice meeting you, dude. Like you <laughs> this is thing. so fucking funny, dude. That you're blowing off so, Paulie Shore. <laughs> Imagine being so, that fucking cool." No, relax over there. All right. That's not so, cool at all. I don't no, think that's so, cool. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm trying to just ha- maintain a professional relationship yeah. oh, with a right. guy. You know? Yeah, that, right. I would you never know. do that. So <laughs> I would never hour, do that. That was such a me response. I loved it. So about a half hour goes by, and he has my number now because I had to call him to like advance the show and everything. Yeah. So he starts fucking texting me. Oh, big mistake. Like, I'm probably sure your number. That's why I always hear. He's like, dude. He's like, dude. I'm at the strip club. Come meet me. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm closing up at the truck and I'm looking at my coworkers. I'm like, Paulie Shore just fucking texted me, dude. He told me to meet him at the fucking strip club. And I'm not a big strip club guy to begin with, but like, I was like, I think I'm going to have to fucking meet Paulie Shore at a strip club. Like, like I think I have drugs to, on the way yeah, here. Like, I, I think I have to do this, guys. And they're like, yeah, you have to fucking do this. <laughs> yeah, you do. So I get in my fucking car and I drive out to fucking, it wasn't even, it was outside of the city limits at this point. It's in like Taconi or some shit. Oh, wow. And I fuck, like, so I go there. I'm like, yo, I'm here. And he just and like I'm like, where are you? I'll meet you inside or whatever. And all of a sudden, he just comes running out of the fucking place, hops in my car. He's like, "Fuck this place. Let's go to another spot." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, did you just murder a stripper? And I'm like driving the fucking getaway car. Like, what the fuck is happening? So I fucking like I drive off. He's like, "Let's go to this place." And it's the spot in like South Philly, or whatever. I'm like, okay, man. I'm like, what the fuck did I just sign up for? So we walk into this fucking place. And he is just fucking like everything now. It's like the 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 rock star, like movie star mentality, just like comes out full front. And he looks at the door guy. He's like, "You know who I am, right? We're cool. We're cool. This guy, he's cool. He's my manager. It's cool." So like, <laughs> they're like, and the guy's looking at him. I hope like, you put that fucking? on your resume. He's <laughs> like, "Are you fucking Paulie Shore?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay." So they fucking escort us to this fucking like VIP area or whatever, and I am so fucking uncomfortable right now because it just went from zero to 60 with fucking this guy and he's there and he just just like went face first into like six strippers dude and they're just like all (laughs) over him and i'm just like standing in the corner like okay paulie just cool dude all right and i'm like i'm like drinking a cranberry juice and he's just like losing it he's like yo dude i'll be right back he goes in a back room with like like eight strippers at this point and he's just like fucking just living it up man and like he's probably banging all of them and fucking just like railing lines off of them and then like like a half hour goes by and i'm just standing in the strip club by myself because paulie stro paulie shores is banging strippers and he comes he comes back out he's like yo i'm hungry let's go get a cheesesteak i'm like okay paulie fuck man so we go to fucking pat's and he's like, I don't want a whole one. You want to split one with me? I'm like, okay. And I and he fucking takes a fucking cheesesteak, rips it in half, and gives me half <laughs> with his stripper hands. There. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there sharing a fucking cheesesteak with Paulie Shore, and it at just like just the weirdest fucking night, That's dude. Awesome. Then I dropped him off at the hotel, and that was it. And he was apparently in town. 
Yeah, oh, you should have texted him up, back man. later. Fucking weird, weird. That did not night. change my opinion on Paul yeah, Shore at he, all. It seems great. I still got his number. Does he text you on Christmas? No, but I tell you this much. I still I saved his fucking number and I saved the fucking text because I will never oh, ever you should ever call him right now. I will never fucking get rid of that fucking text message. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's that is just insane. That was just it was crazy. That crazy. is cra- that's incredible. It's crazy to do drugs and then eat a cheesesteak too. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I, I like, would dude, never like, get a cheesesteak. I think that's what, that's like a Philly thing. You can't accuse someone of doing drugs. I didn't, didn't, yeah. Nobody saw him doing drugs. I'm saying I'm hoping he was dude, doing drugs. I, he, came, I he came. He came out of that fucking room. Yip the fuck. Up, dude. <laughs> like, like there's no fucking like, I, like I didn't drug test him by any means. But dude, like you know, you, you know the that's, street smarts kick in. Yipped. You know this. Dude. I like that. That's why he's got that weasel. You know, like the weasel. Wh- he's so. Bu- wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Get out your picture, Bella. <laughs> I'm taking a picture of a Zoom call. Taking a picture of a picture. Wait, wait, hold it up. Hold it up. Hold it up. Or you could just screenshot it and take uh, a... <laughs> yeah, screenshot yeah, it. We'll, send it we'll blank it all out. This is the best. Fucked up. Fucked up. So I've been to some so, gnarly yeah. after-hour spots in Philly that oh, were like same. house... house like the Republican strip clubs. Yep. The fucking Everybody Republican. Knows. Everybody fucking knows who's ever been in Philly. Every time I say that, bang Dude. on the row home door and a bouncer comes out and it's the... it's. The craziest setup. The whole house is hollowed out, and it's a strip club with two bars. Yeah, and it just and it's looks like, like a normal row home. It's wild. Yeah, and it, we're not talking about like professionally trained strippers. We're talking about like the girl that lives next door. Yeah. You know, like like he's just like, hey, I'm gonna get naked tonight. Like, and it's just like, all right, like it's so fucking weird. It's bizarre. It's is, surreal to go in there for real. Yeah, it's it's only only in Philly that shit would fly, dude. That town is so fucking weird. And like only like literally a speakeasy strip club in South Philly like that's would only operate there. I'll be so 100%. drunk and I'll be like, "Yo, what's that spot?" And anybody who's ever even touched Philly is like the Republican. I'm like, the dude, Republican. that's it. <laughs> yeah. that's so fucking funny. Awesome. I felt like a fucking superstar in that spot. <laughs> the whole place is like a VIP room because it's like 100. It's basically it's, it's empty. Just... It's like bottle service, and you sit in like a a lowered like leveled lounge. It's crazy. Like, it's honestly really classy, kind of. Like, yeah, it, it, <laughs> as classy as a South Philly row home TV. Right, like, right. they've, they've figured out a way to make it work. And shout yeah, out to the Republican, man. That's a sponsor we need, I think. That is, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm, I guarantee they have figured out a way to, to figure out operating still during the pandemic. There is no, oh, like, yeah. I guarantee the entire, like, no cop, no fucking government official is gonna fuck with that place. They're like, oh, yeah, we know what's going on there, but we're not gonna fucking go in there and raid that place. Like, nope. <laughs> so like, funny. Philly, Philly, Philly is so, I remember that, like, when I was living in Fishtown, the, um, like, the neighborhood bars, like, and this was, you know, they banned smoking inside, I don't know, it's probably like fucking 15 years ago now, right? Like, like 2002 or something. No. Yeah, like it's been it's been it a long time. Like, no. In Jersey, it was early in the 2000s. It was, no, yeah. it was way earlier than that. Oh, no, really? It, yeah, know. it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. So I was living Not there in, in like... fucking mall. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. I, I remember like, imagine sitting in a smoking section in Applebee's. You have a this section so- in restaurants, but like in the mall, you could not smoke in okay. like the late Can you tell 1990s. us more about smoking in bars and fish towns? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, this is how much of, like, that town just doesn't give a fuck about anything, especially in the neighborhoods. Yeah. Like, there was these corner bars and everything. And this is, like, 2011, 2012. Right. So smoking is very illegal inside. 
they just had basically like a fucking collection plate. They're like, if you smoke a cigarette, just drop a fiver or a couple bucks in here. It'll pay the fine. So basically, <laughs> they would just raise money to just what, what would eventually be the fine they would and they would just continue smoking. That's so a wild like, policy to yeah. keep like fuck the law. I mean, yeah, just, I was, just fucking donate to smoke a cigarette. Essentially, I definitely like, was smoking a weird. cigarette handlebar on the Super Bowl when the Eagles yeah. went there. Last yeah, year. they don't give a fuck well, at that, all. Well, handlebars close. So. Smoking in bars is the fucking grossest shit. I lo- honestly, ever. I don't smoke cigarettes, but anytime we were on tour and we'd be at a venue where you could smoke inside, I would smoke a cigarette. I love just it. to I'm, do it. I, smoking. Yeah, I never, I never really smoking smoked cigarettes, but like, perfect. I think it. Yeah, yeah it added to the ambiance of bars. Like, it, I don't like. Yeah. I never minded it. It, yeah. you know it's like i get why it's illegal it is not safe <laughs> yeah. like like it's dumb it and stupid far- yeah it's terrible but I just, something about it is like it's something about being in a, like a smoke-filled room and drinking like it just goes hand in hand to me i don't know i don't know <laughs> i was like blackout drunk in pittsburgh once and this dude was smoking a cigar and it just like instantly made me sick from drinking yeah. cigars are pretty intense having to cigars perform intense it wasn't a yeah. fancy cigar, yeah. you know. It wasn't. It wasn't no, an like no. expensive Philly one. It was probably worse than that. Whatever's worse than, but like it wasn't like a cool black and mild. It was like a gnarly old man cigar. Like, yeah, like, that, like a Philly. I used to live right They're next the to the cigar lounge on Gerard, and like I would oh, yeah. walk past there all the time, and that fucking was awful. Just like yeah. walking, I don't know how dudes could sit in there for hours all day. Cigars are cigars are weird. They're like an acquired taste. I don't, you know, I don't yeah. get it. And they like they they'll fuck up a room. They will yeah. fuck up a room. <laughs> yeah. Like they yeah. like you said. What bar was it in Pittsburgh, dude? Oh, uh, Smiling Moose, I think. Or oh, okay, I've been right. to so many. It changes every year. I would go. There'd be a venue that would let DIY rap happen or whatever, and it yeah, wouldn't be yeah, the yeah. same place. But uh, for sure, yeah, it was gnarly. And because I I thought I was so used to it being illegal. Right when we showed yeah, up in a major city, I was like, "What the fuck is going on in here?" It's like no, 1989. Yeah, tour is so like when you'd end up in these like fucking podunk towns, like even like not outside. Like we'd play West Virginia all the time. Oh yeah, these random, in these random spots and like things again that were like illegal for twenty something years, very legal or at least just they yeah. don't give a fuck yeah. in these places. And it was just a free for all. So. Speaking of illegalities, so mm-hmm. I mean, you've worked at venues. <clears throat> Sure. Do you ever run into performers who need to do a lot of drugs before the shows? Drugs are illegal. <laughs> oh my god, yes. There, I Zyrtec. The, the most cocaine I have ever seen in my life. All right, was <laughs> I love these stories. Ah, it was uh, fuck. What the fuck? Uh, it was like this older god. It, Echo the Bunnyman. Echo uh, and the Bunnyman. I have never like. I'm talking like. Fuck! What's that fucking movie? Scarface. Ray, you can help me out. Donnie Darko. Yeah. <laughs> it, like it was like no joke. Like fuck a mound of fucking cocaine, and he would every two songs he'd disappear for a couple minutes. That's amazing. Walk up the st- walk up the stairs and just fucking boom, like fucking face plant into this mountain of cocaine and come back down. Respect. It was, Fantastic. It was, it was intense. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't need to get. This. I didn't need to get. I didn't need to arrange the delivery. Thank God they <laughs> did that on. Their Wait own. a minute. So you do these things? You um, arrange. Oh, this deliveries? isn't like an expose. Don't make. Oh, I love it though. <laughs> Look at his face. He's waiting to tell. No, no. I mean it. Yeah, dude. One hundred percent. I mean, you know, it's kind of an. You know, you you need to kind of connect the dots for people sometimes. You know, yeah. they come in and they're look. It's not like it's like on the writer specifically. Like I need a gram of this, and I need you know. It's like, but you know, the tour manager will come up and be like, "Hey, 
where's your guy who can do yeah. this? Right. You, have, you, you give, know, you give like him Paulie same, Shore's yeah, number. Exactly. It's like the same yeah. thing as like <laughs> asking somebody where the liquor store is that's from out of town. You just help no, them out. 100%. You the, yeah. It's literally, you point them in the right direction. Yeah. You kind of connect the dots. And even like, you know, because there's even things like, you know, there's a thing called a rock doc, which is essentially a, a doctor who can just, you know, who's always on call. Yeah, yeah. In case, in case, like you know, because you, you know, on tour, there's no like, you know, it's hard to find a clinic. It's hard, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. there's always like a guy, you know, like the rock doc who can show up, write a script for them when they're on the road and need like, you know, like legal drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he meant like crack. Yeah, that, like you kind of have like a, <laughs> you have like a, you know, you have your lists and things like that for sure. Dude, you just made you, me you flash know. back to. I saw the Blood Brothers at the oh, truck, I love them. and I got so fucking drunk, and you came out and said hi to me, and I just I would oh, no never shit. remembered that in a million years. <laughs> hey, that's where I saw them, <laughs> dude. I saw them there like ten times. They they, they were awesome live, but I was like the yeah. most blurriest memory of like, holy fuck, Joe Polito just came out and said hi to me. <laughs> like, just hey man, four hundred beers. That was my I reaction like the I first time Joe Polito said hi to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw them with Strung Out. I'm almost positive. Yeah, that shit was no cool. Shit. Almost That's awesome. positive. I, I slipped the bartender a counterfeit bill that day. It's my ba- I probably can't, big I probably can't. And probably at the end of the day, shit. I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like I like I had to take that dollar bill and put it in a pile. Like I was, <laughs> Just uh, full right, circle, right? It was right full back circle. into Pauly Shore's stash of counterfeit <laughs> yeah. money. I fucking I remember some girl in South Philly the night before was like, "Do you have change in the complete dark? Like you have change for a 20? And I was like, "Yeah, I'm a nice guy. I'm drunk, drunk as fuck, mm-hmm. you know." And the next day, I was like, tried to spend it at McDonald's, and they were like, "This is the most this is so fucking fake. <laughs> like, dude, that's awesome. Like this bill says fifteen on it. It, it doesn't even worst. say twenty. Like, I, with- I was so embarrassed, but so lucky they didn't. They just gave it back to me. So once I was like good and drunk, I was like, "Man, I got a good rapport with this guy. Let me fuck up their money. So dude, sorry about uh, that." Yeah, fuck you, Ray. <laughs> um, what do you what do you like more? Do you miss the truck? Are you happy with like your bigger shit that you're doing now? Uh, pros and cons. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's cool to be a part of opening a new venue. You mm-hmm. know, when the time is right, that's something that I don't know. I, I don't think a lot of people get the opportunity to be a part of. So yeah. I, I'm pretty stoked on that. Like to to literally build it from the ground up. Like there was a fucking Wawa there before, and now you know now there's a fucking 800 cap venue. That's you awesome. Know? Yeah. yeah. So. Sick. But the truck is, I mean, the truck. The truck is the fucking yeah. I mean, it's kind of a legendary Not place. Anymore. It's no, you know, yeah. Rest in peace. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- like that place was, it was fucking chaos yeah. in, in a good in a good way. Like it was like every day you'd roll in there and you you know you just didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. And it's and the easiest place to meet bands too. That's true. That alley is super yep. shady, but like you just fucking hang back there. They're going to pop out because the parking situation is so fucked. They have to walk from that fucking back uh-huh. door around the block to get to the actual bus. So there's a ton of like a, pl- a great opportunity to meet everybody. But yeah, I loved working the truck as much as it was fucking stressful. And there was fucking like I had to fucking sit through a, like a literal riot one time. Like, you know, like there was this hip hop show and the fucking ah, fuck. I forget who it was. Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti. Okay. Um, <laughs> So the like so it wasn't even the it wasn't even the headliner. So there was the the guy right before Yo Gotti. It's a sold out show, and you know, fucking the guy before Yo Gotti just kind of kind of like he's in the middle of his song, and he goes, "Oh shit, that guy has a gun." Holy <laughs> <laughs> shore again, dude! And twelve hundred people just turned the fuck around and started just running at me. 
And I was like, oh, fuck. you like, oh, fuck. And I just had, I like literally jump behind the bar, like something out of a fucking Western movie. Like I jump <laughs> behind the bar and 1,200 people just fucking booking and like just trampling on each other and the, like the wind, like the mirrors are shattering and oh people, people jumping over fuck. the bar, like, like liquor bottles smashed. Like it was just That's fucking all you chaos. have to even say to just get the crowd to do that. The guy yeah, that could have not had a gun, you can just say that. Yeah. People are going to go crazy. No, and, and again, and then I was like, <laughs> all right, so now, like, am I going to walk? Like now I'm like basically, you know, I grab the head of security and I'm running back into the crowd. You know, and I'm like, am I going to see a fucking dead body on this floor? Like, what am I, what am I about, what am I walking into? You know what I mean? Like, and luckily, you know, fortunately, it was just, it was all fake. But it caused, <laughs> such, you know, it That's caused awesome. like, you know, but it caused like a real fucking problem. Yeah. People That's got so fucking crazy. trampled on and like, like our street was just flooded with a thousand people because, you know, then, then, it, you know, so after everyone finds out that it wasn't real. They're all trying to get back in <laughs> because the show's not over. And we have like, you know, there's a no reentry policy. Oh so God. like, so like, so, you know, and then the chief of police is there and I'm trying to convince him to let the show go on because like if, if, if the headliner isn't hit, we still need to fucking pay him. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, but then we have to refund all these fucking people their money because technically they came to the show. Like all that shit comes into play now and it's just, it's all fucked up. So do I miss the truck? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Dude's like, I forgot my words. That guy's got a gun. <laughs> uh, saved again. <laughs> Oldest trick Dude. in the book. Yeah. Oh, man. Just get, yeah. Remember so, when you could just bring you a gun to venues? <laughs> <laughs> I got I got There's actually a really, fu- I got a funny fucking gun story. So, <laughs> another a really, one? A funny Yeah, I got, a, I got another truck-related gun story. So, the fucking... Um, it was like, it was a really weird show. It was like Ariel Pink or something, like super, yeah. like, lo-fi indie rock or something. <laughs> Dude, and I'm always worried about getting shot at shows like that. I don't yeah. like them. So, so there's two, so like this couple who are clearly, you know, probably on a first date or relatively new to dating each other, roll up and security just does their thing, kind of pats down and, you know, we search purses and things like that. So the head of security, you know, puts his hand in this lady's purse. And he looks at me, he goes, dude, I'm like, what? And he goes, come here. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so he goes to her, uh, ma'am, you, you can't bring that in here. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, your gun. You can't bring that in here. And the dude looks at her like, what the fuck? Like, had clearly no idea that she oh was fucking God. packing heat. So, like, she's like, uh, oh, what the fuck? So, like, it got real fucking awkward. Like, if that was, like, a Tinder date back then or whatever, like, it got, it, it got real fucking serious. Oh, my uh, gun purse. I brought my gun purse again. <laughs> I meant to bring the one without the gun. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, she's like, she's, yeah, she's like, can I check it? I'm like, no, you can't oh fucking God. check your gun. It's not like a, it's not like fucking coat check. You can't be like, oh, you, you got the nine millimeter? Okay, what ticket number? Okay, like, no. It's tomb, tombstone. Leave your guns here. Yeah. Oh God. That's I amazing. Just- yeah, fucking weird shit, dude. All so. the things I've snuck into shows and was so paranoid that I would get caught. And she's like, yeah, gun in the purse. Well, they never check. She's like, what? what? I, I, I can't. I, yeah. yeah, like I can't bring it in here. I had no idea. There's you only know. one bullet. It's for later. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean I have to wear <laughs> you a fucking transfer mask? lets me bring my gun in. <laughs> and that was the last time they ever saw each other. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, that was Bonnie and Clyde. They went on a spree. <laughs> yeah, they're married. They got three kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're fucking, yeah. Happily ever after. Guys, like, I think I love you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Incredible. 
That's amazing. Yeah. I don't yeah. even. We're not even complaining anymore. Guns think, are cool. People bringing <laughs> guns, guns to shows cool. are cool. Um, yeah, guns are pretty cool. Danzig being an asshole well, is cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that one scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Holy fuck! I can't believe it. So what did we learn? Joe Polito has some good stories. Joe Polito's way cooler than I even knew. Oh, man. I thought Joe was cool before, but now Joe's way cooler. That is not accurate. I don't care. So. It's fine. I, I lie all the time. <laughs> Joe Dirt, first search result on a Eric's Google. <laughs> Joe Polito, oh, Senior Joe Director Dirt. of Operations. Yo, Count can we talk Basie. about the New Jersey Pop Punk Archives? Sure. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. It just came up on Google, and I forgot that you do that. This was the scene. Oh, sure. That's a cool yeah, group. Tell, tell us what you do with that. So essentially, uh, I ended up in this fucking Facebook group with a bunch of people that used to go to shows and put on shows and be in bands and shit. Right. And they were kind of like, there was just a bunch of posts about how no one could find a certain band's demo or like, right. you know, none of the uh, music was, was on the internet or whatever. So I was like, well, I have all that shit oh essentially. My God. So I, the MXPX show in Bordentown. Yeah. Yeah, that was the getup, the one the getup was played. Yeah, that was um, great. So basically, I just started the process of digitizing all of it. So yeah. basically, all the old demo tapes from back in the day, I, you know, made made them into wave files and kind of right. organized them and scanned the artwork and all the seven inch records and all that shit from bands that maybe played a handful of shows or whatever. Right. It's all essentially up there. I don't even That's do awesome. that with my own music. That's a <laughs> fucking nightmare. I don't know how you. Well, how you you, have you time. Make, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Whenever I have yeah, enough that, time to do it, I just lay on the couch and look at the ceiling. Go, that would be nice to <laughs> give people my music. But this is my one chance to stare at the stucco. <laughs> Politos were blessed with an extra battery, I guess. So oh, yeah. Kinda, just, you know, so I just do a lot of shit. Fucking but, yeah, Italian Americans. Yeah, man. That's essentially what that is. So it's basically <laughs> just a big database of bands from, you know, the New Jersey, New York, PA area. That's cool. That, you know, it, it covers like 90 I don't know, 94 to like 2006. That's cool. Essentially. That's, That's dope. Like, That's yeah, dope. It's, it's really cool. Um, yeah. so, so what are, are you planning any shows for 2021, 2022? Yeah. I mean, I can't, you know, every day it changes and, you know, we're, uh, realistically, I can't see a room full of people without social distancing and, you know, without mass in like a real concert setting until like 2022, early 2022. And I think yeah. it's more like, th again, it's, it's like the logistics of everything. And it's like, you know, Murphy can be like, yeah, you guys can open this weekend. Have a blast. It's like, all right, cool. However, who the fuck's going to play? Right? Yeah, right. Because, you know, like, it's not like, you know, because again, the, the touring infrastructure behind shows like that, you know, take months of playing. It's a haul, and, yeah. You know, yeah, and then it's like, all right, does is the band comfortable with going out on the road and being in a bus with 12 other people or whatever it is, yeah, you know, right, in these right. close quarters? Because they're coming from all over the world or wherever they're based at, you know, their crew and everything. And, like, it's so it's not – it's going to be a long time to get that back-end shit up and running again, in my opinion. Um, you know, because everyone could be vaccinated by the fall, maybe. You know, so yeah. you could see some of that. But, again, it, then it's like – the other issue is just because you're allowed to do something, are, is, are people going to be comfortable doing it? Right. Like, I, I can't imagine a situation of being in a room with a thousand people not wearing masks right now. Like, I just, like, I, mentally, I can't even get my brain there, you know? Like, yeah. just because of the last year of fucking just, you the know. The complete opposite. Fucking, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and being fucking 
legitimately fucking scared, dude. I mean, yeah. like, like it's a real fucking concern, you know, and it's like, safety uh, and everything. You 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 think about about doing it, and then, but what happens when you do? It'll be so yeah. people will go fucking nuts, dude. Every just, little yeah, like, bit of like, freedom they get, they go ape shit. And it, yeah. it, already, it's well, fucking crazy like with fights. The nice, the, with the nice weather right now, it looks like people just forgot that COVID yeah. is a fucking like thing. Like, there's, like, they forgot there's a pandemic yeah. going around. As like, soon as I mean, they like, drink, it's out the fucking way. All, yeah. Even me, like, yeah. that's why I went out, like, once, and I was like, I gotta get this under control. Because as soon as I have yeah, three dude. drinks, I'm like, I'm gonna hug my friends. I don't, and it's like, yep. the next day, I'm like, get tested again, moron, <laughs> yeah. you fuck that up. <laughs> yeah, because even, like... By. Even with the shows right now, I mean, like, the rules are really fucking strict. Like, I mean, essentially, you have to wear your, because like, we have a different set of rules in restaurants. So, like, at a restaurant, I, I, I haven't, you know, I don't, I haven't been indoor dining in, I don't know, even probably before fucking COVID started. Right. But, <laughs> but, like, you essentially, you get to your table and your mask just comes off, you know? Like, you, you're at your table, supposedly you're safe now. Yeah, you like, know, so germs don't come fly off. anywhere. Yeah. So, but, like, with us, your mask has to stay on the entire time you're in the building with the exception of when you're actively eating and drinking. And that's literally like you take a sip, your mask comes down, mask right back up. Yeah. You take a bite, mask down real quick. You know what I mean? So, like, also trying to fucking explain that to people mm-hmm. who are, again, and these are the people that are used to probably going out to restaurants and just being like, whatever, I'm at my table. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Being like, no, the, the new set of rules here, man. So, like... You know, it's hard to even control that. And, like, you're not – these people are not allowed to go anywhere. Like, they can literally go to the bathroom or fucking leave. Other than yeah. that, you're at your table. They're so, like, so you used know, to today, paying for something and being like, I fucking paid you. I can do yeah, what I want. Like, yeah, and, like, yeah. or my buddies across the room. Like, they can't even go – technically go say hi to their buddy across right. the room, you know, and, like, socialize. Like, you need to stay within your pod. Like, it's fucking – so yeah, once you get a couple drinks in these people and they start fucking trying, like trying to control them, like you're saying, Ray, it's gonna get fucking nuts. It's dude. crazy already. Yep. Like in Trenton, there's yep. like one bar open and people fucking lose their minds. It's like mm-hmm. the end of the fucking world. It's Mardi Gras. As soon as like the bars open a yeah. half hour later, or like yeah, the, so- any restrictions ease at all, it's a fucking like insane party instantly. But yeah, I, th- I mean, I think once you know, once again, like our you know, and customers in general, like, are they gonna be comfortable? buying tickets to these types mm-hmm. of shows like how how soon are they going to be you know comfortable being back in these settings and like figuring out those challenges it's going to be it's going to be fuck it's going to be a long time but. you get it up and running and then like some new strain breaks out and then every, right. that week a thousand people get it in that county yeah but and it's everything another shut thing down again that like some people don't want to get vaccinated so it's yeah. like are right. these people yep. are we gonna have to like prove to to a venue that we've been vaccinated they're That's talking like, about yeah, that I mean, with like, flights and shit and every yeah. like a card yeah. to prove like you it. can't you can't legally do card. that i mean like you can't legally yeah I, like in I, like i got mine i ended it last week which you know yeah. I th- thank you for letting me postpone because dude i got the j and j shot saturday last saturday and that's the one and done one. Mm-hmm. Um, and dude, like, I couldn't get out of bed at all. Yeah. Sunday. Like, I was yeah. out of commission until well into Monday afternoon. So, and then, like you said, the fucking card they give you, I mean, you can go to fucking, you can bang that out on your fucking printer at home. Right. Like, there, it's not, <laughs> it is true. the farthest thing from fucking official, you know. So, like, you know, let's say, hypothetically, you end up in these situations where you have to prove you have a vaccine. Like, you can just fucking counterfeit that like easily, You're not like, wrong, like this. Yeah. So, so like it's not fucking safe at all, <laughs> you know. Like right. so, 
who the fuck knows what's going to happen, but, um, I, I just but have, yeah. I have so many concert tickets. So many. Yeah. So yeah. Many. No, I mean, like, realistically, you know, it, it's all going to get canceled and rebooked. And I mean, like, we've moved, I don't even know, there's some shows we've moved like eight times, dude. Yeah. You know, like, and it just keeps going and going and going. And I don't know, realistically, I think early next year, by the time, like, the bigger, whatever you want to call it, tours start happening i think in the fall you might be able to see some smaller stuff indoors without masks maybe late fall but i don't know and that's you know, off season for like diy stuff that everyone yeah, goes out in the exactly. summer it'll be they'll be yeah. booking for the next summer even if you're allowed you know for yeah. the I, think most part. I think you're gonna see a lot of that too i think you're gonna see a lot of kind of like like legit underground shit happening like you know under the not like not just like a basement show like i mean like legit like this is under the fucking radar. Like, this yeah. is not being advertised on the internet. Like, this is going to be, like, definitely not legal kind of shit happening. And that was even popping up. Weird little hardcore shows happened in mm. Pennsylvania. Yeah, I've seen some, like, a lot of like, stuff. Yeah, like there was one in the last fall year. at the shore. Yeah, and I, like, I mean... I don't know, man. Like, even, like I think the one you're talking about is outdoors, and I was like, okay. Yeah, and nobody had a mask on in the photo, and they're having another one. It's not to fucking talk yeah, shit about I'm people, like, but fuck like, them. And like, and they're no, like, oh, everybody's like, gonna be yeah. wearing a mask, and it's like, there's literally photos of nobody in the crowd wearing a mask. Yeah, like I don't. It's just, it's just, dude. Like, all this shit needs to stop, you know, yeah. until it gets handled, and that's just the reality of it. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no way you're gonna stay safe in those environments. So just, you know. Just avoid it for the time being, you know, but who knows, man. You have to bring in um, Tony Bennett, and he's like the groundhog. He's like Pucks a Tony yeah. Phil. If he falls on his face, if he falls on his face, six it's more another, months year, another year of COVID. But if he just gets up there and he's like, my heart, he's fucking, we're good, man. It's cured. And we're good to go, dude. Good call. Yep. Good call. Good connection. Mm-hmm. That was good, Ray. Hey, right, thanks. Whatever. Bring it full circle, dude. I I, I'm, I'm somewhat good at this. I don't know. You are. You're yeah, always buddy. good at it. wasn't feeling good today, but now I'm feeling great the polito stories really energized me same hey, uh, same that's what i'm here for i guess yeah you can come every week and i'll just shut the fuck up yeah. <laughs> you, 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 honestly this has been great you this handled was the whole not podcast. a chaotic show no and i'm not just saying that it really wasn't a chaotic it's because joe polito's here he's like not really our friend and like we're not all screaming <laughs> I'm, I'm his no, friend. No, I'm just kidding. But he's not like fucking Eric or Tony and we're screaming at him the whole time. It's Joe Polito and he's got shit that's important to say because it's cool. <laughs> not talking about well, fucking horse sticks and the fucking only hentai. fucking podcast you have to listen to this year. The rest are just bullshit. <laughs> Gets better every week, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I, I consider I consider you friends. I think you're my Same friend, Joe. Joe. I will always consider you my friend. No, nah, I mean, dude. I mean, you know, I've, I guess I've known all of you technically for a long fucking time, Ray. Yeah. I guess I've technically known you since high school. Yeah, even though like we weren't really like I mean buddied up or anything, n- but like no, I said, I mean, first like, punk show, man. You know, yeah, like uh, fucking my wife went to Lawrence. I maybe said three sentences to her in fucking high school. You right, know, like weird. Sh- you know, like it's just weird. Jersey's you know? weird like that. Like, you, I'll be, yeah, I'll be in like New Orleans. And I'll see someone I know from Jersey. Like, Jersey's so weird. It's like a... You can't wash it off of you. Like, that. people... We <laughs> yeah. could smell each other from across the room. No, there, there's a ton of fucking people that live here, but it is a small fucking state, dude. You know, yeah. like, it, community-wise, too. So It's the for only sure. time where someone's like, you'll be in wherever, Ontario, and they're like, yo, my my cousin Linda? And they're like, I do know Linda. Like, any other time, it's bullshit. Like, you're, you're like, how the fuck would I know that person? But in Jersey, you're like, you're like Linda? Well, every year I meet up with Linda at the show. That's your cousin? It's, it's, it's so fucking true. ridiculous. It does happen. What? 
What is this? Yeah, Eric, what are you Googling? What are you Googling, Eric? I saw Uh-oh. this. I'm I scared saw this. Now. I saw are this on a news Marsha Rosner from the University of Chicago in Illinois and colleagues found that cannabinoidal CBD and its metabolite, metabolite, 7-O-CBD <laughs> potently blocked SARS-CoV-2 replication in lung epithelium. Cells. I'm not. Let's not spread this what? propaganda. It might be bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! That doesn't even I'm look like a real you, person. Yeah, yeah I'm told if you look inject into bleach, it. I guess look it up. I don't know. Fight the COVID. Right. So that's what I heard. I heard some guy said it. I don't know. They're saying it. They're you, saying it all the time. If you, know? you do a Pauly Shore amount of cocaine, you're not breathing in any fucking COVID. All right. It's it's a blocker. It blocks the negative receptors. That's amazing. You can't get it if you never get tested. Man, I gotta get I gotta get Paulie Shore's number from you, bro. I, me and him are destined to be friends. Yeah, let's try to get him on the show. I guarantee he'll probably answer. Be like, "Cool, man, you want to come over?" Like, yeah. he's oh, like man. he's probably just like waiting for just some randomness. It would tell me need be a guess. dream come true. We're gonna sing John Denver. Thank God I'm a country boy at the top song. of our fucking yeah. lungs. That's, that's and a do good way. drugs. That's it. That's how you bond with that I guy. I can't that's do it. any drugs. Well, I in this scenario, none of you are there. Just to be clear, it's just <laughs> me. I <laughs> I'm going. I think I was invited. First of all, I'm driving. And secondly, I'm pretty sure I was invited. Boom. <laughs> all right. What What are we doing? We're wrapping it up. This was great. Thank you so much. Seriously. Joe. Do you Joe, guys have you anything to plug? Yes, I do. Oh, um, let's hear it. So my boys do a podcast, a uh, vodcast oh. on YouTube. It is called We Have Issues. Anthony and Steven. Uh, they're funny nerds. They don't do what Ray hates. Uh, they don't say what they should have done or any fucking all the stuff like I that. do that I hate when other uh, people they do. They actually have like this big graphic novel coming out, and if they get enough um, patrons for it, they're going to do a fucking musical on their fucking podcast or something. That's interesting. Sick. That's cool. Yeah, that's so. sick. Also, honestly, nerds on YouTube, Razor View, Razor View. Razor view. YouTube. Razor, razor on YouTube. View. Razor view. Razor view. Right. I said that with a, like a fucking view. impediment. No, man, you, you're good. You sounded p- beautiful when you razor. Did. You let us know. It's view. burned on my memory. How about you? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. No. Joe, is there anything going on now that you want people to know about? No. Good. <laughs> this pod, this podcast is dope. So they know everything now. Tony Bennett's yeah. waiting in your car with the, the cars <laughs> running. I gotta go. How about you, Eric? You got anything to plug? Uh, not right now. Nope. We're all fucked on this one. <laughs> Nicole, right. Nicole's the only one prepared. Okay. All my shit's shut down right now. I got nothing. All right. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm Where's with you, the Ray. vinyl, Ray? Where's the vinyl? Dude, Stop oh, asking about the yo, fucking no, vinyl. No, that's thank There's you. There's an update. No, I I'm just kidding. I paid for mine too. I'm kidding. They had to get the the press, whatever the press thing, the mold redone, okay. and they lost our artwork. I finally got them artwork again. I know it's been a ten. So years. it's never coming. <laughs> so now, but now it's not my fault anymore. Nothing right. I'm doing is holding it up anymore. So we're waiting for more test presses, and then it'll be in everyone's hand. What's really funny is half the people who bought the fucking album, I'm not even friends with anymore, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to go up to them when I get these vinyls and be like, "Uh, you owe me ten bucks." <laughs> You only you only paid for half. Uh, it's good to see you, buddy. You fucking bought this fucking thing, and it came out of my pocket. I'm not gonna fucking. I might do that. There's a couple people I might do that to. I'm not doing it to all of them, but uh, good. That's, that's great. It's, good it's gonna you. happen, man. I don't know. I'm so sick of fucking talking about how I'm letting the world down about it, but whatever. It's all right. It's okay. I'm just addicted to uh, buying vinyls. Did I tell you? I fucking I made the mistake of buying a uh, Dreamboat Annie. On Mercari, some, some fucking stupid website, and I should have never done it. I should have gone through Discogs directly, 
Um, mm, but I've scam. been trying to find this vinyl for like a year now. And I decided that I was going to take the easy route and I was just going to fucking buy it online like a fucking schmuck. Um, <laughs> so this girl says that she's going to mail it out and then fucking eight days go by and all of a sudden the order has been canceled. So fuck me. I'm not fuck. supposed to have this fucking vinyl. Nobody wants me to have this fucking vinyl. I don't want you to give up yet. Well, now oh. you put it out there. Yeah. Someone I'm will hear this. I'm just going to buy it off Discogs. What I mean. And it'll be yeah, cheaper on Discogs. Chances are the fucking the record was all fucked up anyway, so you probably dodged yeah, the bullet. So. You're right. Discogs yeah. all the way. Things happen for a reason, man. It's like fucking the universe, man. God yeah, bro, it's cosmic. Yeah, man. When God yeah, man. closes a door, he opens a window. So I can throw <laughs> myself out of it. Right. Yeah. God is great. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Right. Well, let's, are we done? Can We're we done. say We're our, done. our evening prayer now? Yeah. God bless. <laughs> Joe, thanks again, man. This for was real, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You're the best. Stick, yeah, thanks. Stick around for a second. We'll take a picture with the computer. I, brought, I printed cool, out man. a picture of Joe. Because <laughs> so, I didn't know we were going to do a Zoom call. So I printed out a picture of Joe. This is, this is my pocket Polito that I'm now going to fold up and keep with me. That's going on the altar. <laughs> yeah. That's whatever that great. is. Um, wow. Yeah, because I didn't. I just thought it would be funny. And, you know, it's not fucking funny anymore. Well, now you it's take ridiculous. a picture. It'll be funny. It's pathetic and sad. It'll be funny on Instagram. I, I, I thought it was going to be a phone call. So I thought yeah. it was perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. I knew it was a Zoom. I don't know why you guys were so unprepared. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck you. All right. All right, punks out. Bye. Thank you. The Aging Punks Complain is recorded at Sketchism's Media Studios and produced by me, Eric Backman. The theme song, The Aging Punk Complains, was written by Raymond Strife and Il Omega. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Aging Punks Complain. And if you like the show, leave a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.